Hello, I'm Hannah Kim. And I'm Donnie Porridge. And welcome to the 17th episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Today, we'll be doing the New York Times, the 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah, so if that sounds interesting, stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. we hope you're having a wonderful week thank you for listening um let's just start with how our week was so duani how was your week um my week was pretty it was pretty good um luckily the teachers didn't assign us next week although i am very nervous about the presidential elections that are happening next week but other than that i feel like this week was a good week because I could finally relax. Teachers didn't assign that much homework. And um, so, yeah. What about you? I'm so nervous about the presidential elections next week just because um, I know some people have the privilege of this not affecting them. Like at the end, they'll just, everything will be okay for them um, and everything will be the same. But for me, um, it definitely won't be the same. Um, probably. So um, it definitely does worry me and it won't be the same for other people, you know. And so um, it's worrying me. It's worrying my parents. And it's definitely been stressful. And this week I had just like such a hard week. I was so stressed out. Um, and I think it was just because I had such a busy week at school and I like broke down crying on like Thursday night. I was like, I cannot do this. But then I woke up on Friday and I was like, you know what, I can do this. And I just like got up and like did everything. And um, honestly, I don't know where that willpower came from, but I'm glad I had it. Um, Anyways, so I was watching some YouTube videos and I was searching the web and something caught my eye. And it was like this, I know it's like kind of old now, so a lot of people already know about it, but apparently it's like these 36 questions you can ask to someone and it will lead to love. And so Duani and I are going to do that, but we're not going to like, we're not trying to fall in love with each other or anything. Like Duani and I already have so much love for each other, not that kind of love in any way, but we do have a lot of love for each other, but not that kind of love. Um, But we decided that it'll be kind of fun to answer these questions because they're really like personal deep questions. And you guys said that you wanted to hear more from us, like more fun stuff. So this answering questions is kind of like constituted as like fun for us. So I think that we should do it. And maybe somebody might fall in love with us at the end. (laughs) Yeah, so let's just get into it. The first question, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Mm, let me think let me think that's such a hard question because I have so many people that I admire so much that I would want to have as a dinner guest and are we saying like dead or alive 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 okay no dead people okay (laughs) dead or alive anyone um if we're going alive I definitely love to have dinner with AOC I think that'd be super cool. Like, I just want to talk to her. She's just so amazing. Um, and if it was dead, I think I would probably want to have dinner with my grandpa one last time. What about you? I was just about to say AOC. I would love to talk to her. She is just a wonderful person. And if you heard our um, 
other episode previously about the woman that we admire, ASC was one that we both admired. So I think it would She's be just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, question number two: Would you like to be famous? Um, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't want to be famous in any way. Like, I do not want to be an influencer. I do not want to be like some like actor or anything. But I would be okay with our podcast going um, really big, and I'd be okay if I like became like a writer. You know, like, but do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be famous, famous, but I'm okay if my like stuff gets out there. Hmm. And same, I don't want to be famous in, like, movie star or, like, singer way, but I would like to be um, famous for maybe my career or for the things that I do. I think um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, question number three. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Um, to Duwani, no. To other people, if I have to make, like, an important one, yes. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Like, okay, anytime I have class, too, like, if I have class and I know the teacher's gonna, like, randomly call, I, like, prepare so extra. It's so bad. Like, I don't like winging things. It makes me nervous. Same. Again, with Hannah, I don't prepare, but, like, with everyone else, I do because I just, <laughs> I overthink and I get nervous. And even when, like, a teacher, um... Like, even, like, when I know a teacher is going to call me, like, let's say she goes by, like, row or something, or, like, when um, there's, like, a list and you, like, know which part, like, which list you're on, I always prepare, like, I always prepare what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, and it's, like, a bad habit. I I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bad habit, but I just do that more often than I would like. Okay, question four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day day okay a perfect day um I love to sleep so I would say you know getting a good night's sleep waking up sort of late um having a good breakfast um let's see just like it should be like a nice sunny day outside because when it's rainy I just feel like everything just feels so gloomy and I feel like very unmotivated so a nice like sunny day um Maybe if, like, we were going out somewhere, you know, um, maybe outdoors or, like, shopping or going out to eat, um, you know, maybe calling up Hannah, um, recording for a podcast, watching Netflix, having a really good dinner to end my day. Um, Pretty boring, but I think that would be a perfect day for me. My perfect day would either be um, home, comfortable, no stress basically what Duani said, or if I was going to, like, someplace in Europe or, like, on vacation and we're, like, exploring, like, stuff and going to different museums and, like, eating good food, that's also a perfect day. Um, But anyways, um, the next question is, when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Well, I was just singing before we were recording. So I would say, like, two hours ago. Um, sometimes Duani and I do like pre-podcast mojo without even knowing it like we'll just like randomly sing, sing stuff and we'll be like yeah um but uh, oddly enough like sometimes when I'm like really bored or like I can't go to sleep like especially if I can't go to sleep I'll just sing to myself 
Um, question number six. If you are able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Um, definitely the mind. Like, who needs body when you've got mind? I feel like if it says the mind of a 30-year-old, I would pick body because, like, as you grow older, you gain more experiences, more knowledge, so... I definitely would not want to go back to my 30-year-old mind. But I feel like that would also be kind of cool. But I would say body. Because, like, if I had the body of a 30-year-old, then even when I'm, like, 90, I could be, um, like, for the last 60 years of my life, you know, I don't have to go to a retirement home. I don't have to stay home bedridden because I'm old and I can't move. I can still be walking around. I can still be active. Um you know, so I would pick a body of a 30-year-old. That was good. Okay, question number seven. Do you have a secret hutch about how he will die? Um, I feel like I could either die peacefully in my sleep or I'm going to, like, die of a disease or, like, of a sickness. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have this hunch, but, like, I'm always scared of, like, some some harm coming to me or something like I'm always afraid someone's gonna harm me and that's how the way I'm gonna like die you know but like my secret hunch is we don't like have like the healthiest like family illness record so my secret hunch is that I'll probably die of like some illness (laughs) and I know that's sad but I just think that's just like the reality of my genetics you know um but anyways you know that's morbid (laughs) (laughs) um Next question. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. I feel like this is an easy question for us to answer. Yeah, go. Okay, I would say Chipotle, watching movies, podcasting, um, FaceTiming, um, true crime. But like, no. no, but like, okay, fine. You answer the physical things, but I'm going to answer like, emotionally what do we have in common emotionally what do we have in common i think i think duani and i are both like i don't want to toot our horns but i think we're like both like intuitive like i think we both think about things a lot um i think we both have a little bit of anxiety (laughs) (laughs) um i'm sorry that's not a joke um it's just i don't know um yeah we're both nervous people um and I think we both care a lot about other people. I think that's three things that we have in common. But also, don't invalidate Duani's opinion about how we both have Chipotle in common and movies. Yeah, we have that too. Um, yeah. Um, question nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? I feel most grateful for being able to use my voice in such an incredible way. Like this podcast, articles, just... And, like, a lifelong, like, vision of using my voice. hmm And if we're being, um, if we're, like, not talking about, like, you know, family or food and water and, like, other things other than that, not that I am not grateful that I have um, a home, that I have a roof above my head, that I get food. Um, I would say, I think we talked about this in, like, a previous um, podcast episode, but transportation, and that sounds really dumb, but planes cars buses trains i am always so so grateful for that because again if you watched our podcast you know i love to travel and that's the one thing that i want to do with my life um i'm very grateful that planes exist that i get to you know go on a plane and that i get to go to a different country so 
as weird as that sounds, I'm very grateful for that. Okay, so the next question is, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I don't know. I, I don't think I would change anything. Um, I would just wish that my parents were like a little bit more open-minded. Not that they aren't already. They are, but just like a little bit more. But other than that, I'm very grateful for the way that my parents have raised me because I feel like um, I make smart decisions. I'm a good child. Um, you know, it's not like I do anything bad or anything like that. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. for the way that I've been raised. Yeah, like, I would say pretty much the same thing. Like, I'm happy the way I was raised. Like, I think, I'll, I'll just talk about, like, why first. Like, because, like, I don't feel like my parents are, like, strict at all. Like, I feel like we're all, like, pretty, like, open with each other. And my parents basically, like, like let they're not, like, strict or, like, mean or anything. And, like, if we get bad grades, we just, like, fix them and work through it. And um, they let me, like, hang out with friends. And I don't really have too many, like, restrictions. But at the same time, we have, like, family rules. Like, I'm, you're not going to do, like, certain activities or something. But I don't feel, like, restricted to those rules, you know? So I wouldn't say my parents are, like, strict. So I think that's, like, or... And, like, I'm happy, like, they raised me the way I am because I feel like I'm, like, a responsible, like intuitive person right but the only thing I would fix is probably like open-mindedness to things or like I wouldn't I don't want to say like political views about stuff but like there's just some things I'm more open to that my parents are just like not open to and that's just like that's not like a bad thing like we can have a debate about it right but I mean that's one thing that I'll probably be doing with like my kids like I'll probably be a little bit more open-minded towards certain aspects of life than they are and that's okay that's I mean I don't expect anyone to change their views because they had kids right or because everybody else is changing their views or whatever but that's what I would say I just only thing that I would change is like openness but I think that's I, I love the way that I was raised like I don't I wouldn't change anything big um question 11 take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible um I don't think we're gonna take four minutes but I'll okay you want to go first and tell me yeah, just okay. like Okay, I'll tell you my life story in as much detail as possible and as quickly as possible. Okay, so my name is Hannah Kim. Um, I'm not going to tell you my middle name because it's in Korean and no one's going to be able to understand me. But anyways, I was born in on May 25th in 2004 in Flemington, New Jersey, in a really small town in Flemington, New Jersey, in Flemington. Uh, oh, sorry, in a really small town in New Jersey called Flemington. And um, I lived there until I was 10. And my sister came along when I was like five. And it was just my mom, my dad, me and my sister, and we just lived in this house. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of boring for a while. Like, we just, like, all we did was, like, go to school. We went to church, and we lived in New Jersey, and it was kind of boring there because it's boring there. And then my dad, when I was in fifth grade, just starting fifth grade, he got a job at Microsoft, so we moved to Washington. And that was, like, a big move because I was in fifth grade, and I was 10, and I was, like, really scared of that, honestly. But I didn't, like, my, let my parents see that. Like, I was just kind of, like, hiding that. But, like, I was technically, like, I was, like, really scared about that, you know? Because, like, I don't know. Like, as a 10-year-old, it's scary to, like, pick up everything you know and move and change and get new friends. and that's like that might be even scarier like as a 15 year old or something like that even though I'm not 15 anymore but that was definitely scary for when I was 10 and um I moved schools three year three times that year and that was I don't know how I did that like I don't think I'd be able to do that now um and I think I got a lot of like who I am from being able to adapt and change and use my voice and so that's kind of like that and then 
I went to middle school and so I finished elementary school and I went to middle school and I was having kind of a hard time because I was like, well, I just feel nervous about everything and I feel scared about everything. And, you know, I think that just like constituted from like anxiety. And in seventh grade, I met Duani and we're best friends and we have a podcast now. Um, and I anyway, know I did a lot of growing in middle school and I, I think I really like I don't know. I wouldn't say I found like who I am now, but like it was definitely a lot of like growing and changing and becoming a new person. And that's just like not who I am anymore. And then I went to high school and things were kind of tough, but they're getting like they're like getting better. And I worked on my work ethic and like I'm just really excited for the future. And that's like my whole life story in as like little but as much detail as possible and me talking really fast. You. <laughs> okay, I'll go then. Um, I was born in India, December 24th, 2003. And when I was four, my dad got a job in California. So we packed up everything and we moved to California. We lived there for a year. And then um, we went back to India again for like a year or two. And then my dad got another job in Washington. So we moved to Washington where I had to repeat second grade because I was apparently like too young to do third grade. So that's what I did. And then um, after that, I went to middle school, but I only went to sixth grade in the place where I'd moved. And then after I finished sixth grade, I moved to the middle school where I met Hannah. And um, that's where I did two years, seventh and eighth grade. And now we're in high school. And yeah, that was like very undetailed. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. But I could probably like go on and on if I had like a lot of time to talk about it. But definitely um okay the next question is if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be okay this is really tough because there's a lot of things that i wish i could have qualities but um i would say would confidence count because yeah I that's a quality that um we've all heard about you know like fake it till you make it and i feel like not you don't fake it till you make it in everything but there's like certain situations and stuff like that and I feel like confidence plays a big part in that and like other than that just having confidence can get you a lot of places in life it can make you happier um a lot of things and I struggle with confidence a lot a lot and I just think that if I woke up tomorrow and I had that confidence it I would love that so yeah um, I think the one quality I would probably want is either being like less procrastinating, like less procrastinating and getting like more work done. Um, and like fixing that kind of whole mindset. Um, or having the ability to like be able to comfort people better because I feel like I'm pretty good at comforting people, right? But I just feel like I want to be like a really good comforter pe- comforter to people because sometimes I feel like people tell me stuff and then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But it's like, I don't want to just say I'm sorry, you know, or when I tell someone something, they're just like, oh, that sucks. But some situations more than suck, you know, and so I wish I was able to like be the ultimate comforter to people because I want to be comforted so bad sometimes. And sometimes people just say things like it sucks and that sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people do say that, and I feel like that's not a good thing to say to someone, like, oh, that sucks, but... Like, oh, my cat died. It's like, oh, that sucks. It's like, <laughs> I'm having a bad... Oh, that sucks. You know how that sounds to me? Like, just so bad. 
Um, question number 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I wouldn't want to know the future. But, and I don't really know if I want to know the truth about myself. Like, I feel like I have a good grasp about who I am, right? But I don't really want to know, like, I just, I feel like I want to know life, like, by myself. Like, I want to figure all of that out by myself. Um, I guess, I don't, I feel like I wouldn't ask the crystal ball anything. I just want to figure out life by myself. Does that make sense? Like, it is tempting, right? But I just want to figure it all out by myself. Mm-hmm. But it says, like, or anything else, like, is there anything else that you want to know the truth about? Like, it doesn't have to be life, but, like, anything else you want to know the truth about? Oh, okay. Well, I guess, like, is there anybody who, like, truly hates me but still in my life? <laughs> I guess that's what I would want to know. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I actually would like to know the future. Um, actually, I'm not really sure. Or actually, what I would want to know is I would ask the crystal ball if everything that I have been dreaming about for years, does that happen? Like everything that I want to do with my life right now, am I able to accomplish that in the future? That's what I would that's what I would want to know. Okay, the next question is, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? um again something I dreamed of for a long time is just traveling the world and I have not done it because first of all I am just 16 I um obviously don't have money to go travel the world I um I'm still in school and so that is why I've not been able to do it but traveling the world or like backpacking through Europe or Asia or just like visiting as many places as I can is something that I've dreamed of for a long time I guess for me, a dream is to write a book. And just to be frank, um, I'm just like kind of scared of doing that, to be honest. Like, it's just kind of scary to me. Um, and it's just like, it's not like a big thing to me, but it's just like internally, I'm scared of it. Um, so, I mean, and not in a big way. It's just like, I'm like, I like always like reject myself sometimes. So that's just kind of why I haven't done it yet. But I will. I'm holding myself accountable. I say, I'm saying I will, so I will, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I guess, like, the biggest accomplishment of my life currently is just, like, living. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, that is a big accomplishment. Um, probably this podcast. Like, I'm, like, really proud of this podcast. I was about to say the same thing. We've put in so much work into this and I could not be more proud of us at like where we are and what we've accomplished so far. So this right now would have to be also one of my greatest accomplishments. 16, what do you value most in a friendship? Mm, I feel like there's like a lot of things. Like I don't value like one thing more than the other, but like just like kindness, loyalty, caring about each other. Compatibility is really important too. So like just like, all the things you would want in a friendship, just like, just being a good friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Same honesty, kindness, love, all those things. <laughs> if you want to hear more about friendship, you should go check out our episode with our friend Emma in it about friendship, because we talk more in depth about that there. Mm -hmm. Question 17. What is your most treasured memory? I don't really think I have a treasured memory. I just think I have a lot of good life moments. Does that make sense? 
Yes, that does. I don't have, um, like, one moment that I'm like, oh, my God, you know? <laughs> Same. But, like, if I had to pick something that I often, like, revisit is our family trip to Europe. That memory of just going with my family to see all those countries that um, I've been dreaming of going for the longest time is um, definitely one of my treasured memories. And it sucks that coronavirus is a huge thing and that, you know, it's affected so many people and that, you know, we have to quarantine. But I definitely do wish that um, I was able to travel some more. So that would be one of my memories that I keep like going back to often. What's your most terrible memory? My terrible memory. Um, I don't think like anything bad has significantly happened to me. Like, there's been like a lot of embarrassing and like bad things that I wish, but like a terrible memory. I I honestly can't think of anything right now. For me, it's going to a funeral. Like, I just and there's like one I'm thinking about, but I just don't want to say it because it's so like I don't know. It's just too sad for me and my family. So I'm not gonna say that, but. Yeah, that's, like, a terrible memory for me. Um, Like, with terrible memories, I just, like, try to block as much as possible out of my brain. Like, I just don't want to think about that kind of stuff, you know? Um, Number 19. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living? Why? 100%. If I found out I was dying in one year suddenly, I'm dropping out of high school. (laughs) Like... I'm not going to spend time in high school, right? Right now, I'm spending so much time so I can go to college and get a degree, right? But if I'm dying, then I'm not going to go to college or get a degree. And so I think education is very important, right? Don't discount that. I love education, right? But if I was going to die in a year, I would quit high school and go travel, like just travel the world and do whatever I want to do. Same, like... If if I'm not going to college or if like um let's say I'm 16 right now and in one year um or well we're se- we're juniors right now and in one year we graduate become seniors and we get our diploma but like what does it matter that we're gonna die like who cares about your you know like little certificate that says congratulations you finished high school I mean it is a big deal but like if I was gonna die in one year like Hannah said I would drop out I would go travel the world and I would do everything that I've been wanting to do and like that's it like I would not be living the way that I'm living right now exactly okay the next question is what does friendship mean to you to me, friendship is one of, like, the most important things. Like, I, like, I'm a very quiet and shy person, but, like, I do hate being alone. And so I just think, I just think that having someone to talk to, having someone you relate to, just having someone to love, and, like, I mean, platonically, that like, your friendship, just being there for someone and knowing that you have someone who's there for you, I think that's a wonderful thing. And then sharing experiences together is like nothing can beat that and just like going through life with someone I feel like is for me so much enjoyable and so much better than going through life by myself and that having a friendship like I value Hannah so much she's one of my best friends she's my best friend and so I I just value what we have I value our um, beliefs I value just what you and me have I don't know how else to explain it other than that yeah yeah uh, honestly I would just say the same thing Duani said because she just took the words out of my mouth and then add just like 
good friendships mean the world to me like good friendships like like little friendships that won't matter in like five years they're fun but what really matters and like it's so important to me is like a good friendship like one I have with Duani um anyways this 21st question is what roles do love and affection play in your life um I feel like for a lot of people it's very important to feel like you know, to feel like you're loved and to make sure that you tell other people that they love you. And I just think um, it makes me feel important. It makes me feel happy to know that there's people out there that love me, that care about me, and that I hope that there's people out there, um, like, like, you know who I'm talking about, like, that know that I love them and that I care about them. And I think that just plays a great role because, you know, it, like love and affection is a huge part of human life like we all want to be loved we all want to feel like we belong that there's people that care so I think like without like going too deep in it that's what I would just say that it plays a big part in my life mm-hmm. definitely I think for me like love and affection plays a role like in my life in a way where I want to feel love and affection like and I want to give love and affection so I want to feel like people love me and I want to make other people feel loved does that make sense yes definitely okay question 22 alternate sharing something you consider a positive character of your partner share a total of five things five items okay I guess I'll just go. Um, the first thing, I a positive char- characteristic of Hannah is how um, outgoing she is. Um, she loves to like talk and she just loves to be out there and I admire that very much about her. She is an extrovert and just the way that she puts herself out there and the way that um, she's always, always outgoing, never shy, never afraid to voice her opinions. I very much admire that. Um, okay, one thing about I admire about Duani is that she's really, um, like, she may be quiet, but she's, she's always thinking, like, she's always, like, thinking about things and thinking through, like, some people might be like, oh, you know, like, people are too, like, some pe- certain people are like, oh, too, like, quiet and slow or whatever, but no, Duani is not, like, quiet like on purpose like she is like thinking about things and she's such like an intuitive thinker and like I wish I spent more time thinking about things like she does but that's like one really positive characteristic about her um another one I think is Hannah's like compassion and kindness for other people I know that she's had um very bad experiences with friends in the past but just the way that she cares about people the way that she's able to rise above and you know um just just be kind to everyone and and she like makes friends really easily and so I just feel like people are very attracted to her kindness her positivity I think another positive thing about Duani is that she's really caring like um she really just like genuinely cares a lot about other people and she's just so kind and generous and I think that's, like, a lot of things that people see, like, my parents see it, they're like, oh, she's so kind, and so, like, sweet, and, like, nice to people, and so, I think that another positive characteristic about Duani is that she's so caring. Um, Another one I would say is that um, she's trustworthy, like, I can go to Hannah about anything, and I know that she would never tell anyone, um, and that she would never say anything 
um, to people or like say anything that I said to her to anyone else that um, she's always there for me, that she um, helps me through anything, any problems that I have. I know sometimes I get a lot of anxiety and stuff and she's always there to help me talk, um, help me, you know, like talk, get through it. And just knowing that I can trust her is really important and something that I think is a positive characteristic. Another thing I think about Duani is that she's super loyal. Like, I've never met someone so loyal to, like, other people. Like, she'll be loyal to you and she, like, won't, like, do anything that will, like, betray your friendship or anything like that. And I know that I can, like, trust her with, like, so many different things. And I know that I'll, like, always have her friendship, like, no matter what. Like, even, like, in, like, 20 years, if, like, for some reason, like, we're not friends anymore, like, I know that if I across the street, like, she'll come over and say hi. Like, I just know that, like, she's just loyal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Question 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happy? I think my family is close. Um, I think we show love in different ways, um, but I think we're very close um, with each other. And I do feel like my ha- my childhood was very happy. I don't, I, would, I don't have any complaints about my childhood. Like, there are some things that, like, I think I look back on and I'm like, oh, that made me like sad or like I felt this way about something. But I feel like my childhood was happy and I have nothing to complain about. Uh, my family is close as well. And um, my childhood was happy. I would not complain about it. And I know that a lot of people have had really bad childhood. And so I would so I know, like Hannah said, there's some things that I wish were done differently, but most other than that, I am very grateful for a really happy childhood. The next question is, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? I feel really good. Me and my mom are very close, and um, I love my mom. She loves me, and uh, yeah, there's nothing else other than that. We're really close, and I feel really good in that. Um, I know that she's very forgiving. She cares. She um, you know, is always wanting the best for me. I have a really good relationship with my mom. I think we both drive each other crazy sometimes, but in the end, we, like, really do love each other. And I've, like, never met somebody like my mom. She's just, like, so kind and compassionate. And she, like, genuinely cares about other people and puts other people first. And I just love my mom. So, um, yeah, no complaints here. We have a totally great relationship. Um, Okay, the next question is, make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling... Okay, three we statements. Okay, I'll go first. Um, Let's just make three. So we are both in this room feeling silly that we have to do this weird statement. Um, We are both in this room feeling very talkative today um, because we've just been wanting to share our feelings and thoughts and make this podcast. So I think we're both feeling very chatty today. We are both in this room feeling grateful and happy because I think that's just the mood right now. Like anytime we go to record, we immediately are just like so much like we're so happy and we're just so grateful for everything. So I think that's also how we're feeling. Question 26. Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. I think I'm pretty complete now, but in the future, probably like romantic love. I wish I had someone who I could share romantic love with, Um, but I'm only 16 right now, so it's not important to me. So, yeah. Same. 
I wish I could, um, I wish I had someone whom I could share love. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yes. Um, if you're going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what will be important for her, him or her to know. Honestly, let's just like skip this one because we're already close friends. Like, I know everything I need to know that's important. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. I feel like we also know our embarrassing moments, but we could share. Um, oh, I don't think I've shared this one before, but okay, maybe I have. I forgot, maybe. But like when I was like in second grade, oh, this is so embarrassing. My whole family was at Hershey Park. It's like this huge like water park and um, amusement park in Pennsylvania for Hershey chocolate. If you've never heard of it, you should go. It's like my favorite place. And um, so my, I don't want to put the blame on my dad, but like we had like a lot of kids with us. So my dad did not want to keep taking us to the bathroom because little kids, like if you didn't know, like they pee so much, like so much, like literally you go to the bathroom, like so much. Like I felt like, like if you've ever been like around a little kid, you have to take them to the bathroom like so many different times, especially when they're just like learning how to go. So we had a lot of little kids with us. So my dad was just like, it's water. So just like pee in it. <laughs> so bad. Okay. So anyways, I think my cousin misunderstood because she did not pee in the water, but she did something else. And long story short, not to embarrass anybody in my family anymore, but we shut down the entire water park. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. For my embarrassing moment, I've already told Hannah this. I think I've already talked in the podcast about this, like, other than this, I can't, really can't think of anything right now, but in fifth grade, I told a teacher to shut up, and I think that was my most embarrassing thing, um, telling, a che- like, telling a teacher, like, please shut up, so, yeah, it was, it was by accident, <laughs> yeah, she thought it was, like, somebody else. Yeah, I'm not a person that would ever go up to <laughs> a teacher and say, shut up. Okay, the next question is, when did you last cry in front of another person? By yourself? Uh, it's been a long, long time. I cry by myself in my room. I don't ever cry in front of someone else. Like, I, I don't like that feeling of someone watching me while I'm crying. So I would say it's been years. Oh, It's been, like, months and months and months since I've cried in front of someone. Literally two days ago, I sent a video of myself crying to Duwani, like, a full tear like just like fell down my face in the video like honestly I'm so dramatic like that's so dramatic um and I cry by myself like don't worry I don't have any issues or anything it's just like I'm an emotional person so I cry at least like once a week to myself at least like at least okay anyways tell your partner something that you like about them already Duani I like almost everything about you except for the fact that you don't like ketchup (laughs) um same there's like nothing I don't like about you (laughs) yeah like everything I like everything well I wouldn't say like everything like there's some like little things I'm like um we're different on that but like basically I like everything and even those little things I don't have a problem with like so the only thing I don't like is like you don't like ketchup or (laughs) Cheez-Its they just do not taste good Uh, not at least not to me I'm a very picky eater so very picky Mm, 32 what if anything is too serious to be joked about that's a lot of things that you should not be 
talking about. So many different things. Um, I'm just going to give you a list. Sexual assault, not okay to joke about. Um, like Holoc- Holocaust jokes, not okay to joke about. Race jokes, n- not okay if it's like super like race. Like there's like a difference. Like if you're with people of your race and you're like making fun of something that is like mutually like agreed upon, that's okay. But if you are like of a different race and you're making fun of another race, not okay to joke about. Not okay to joke about someone's sexuality. Um, just like a lot of things you should not be joked about. But like for me, the main thing I don't want to hear anybody joke about is like sexual assault. Like I never want to hear any jokes about that. Yeah, racism, sexuality. There's like so many topics that you should not be joking about. Um, and I know that people who experience those things, like joking is a form of coping with their trauma, and that's fine. But like if you've never experienced it, if you've like never had it done to you or talked about like you know what I mean, like you should not be joking about that. There's like there's too many things that are too serious to be joked about. Um, question 33. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to, to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? What haven't you told them yet? I feel like this is a very personal question. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm breaking my head, and even if, if there was something that's, like, too personal, like, honestly... I haven't not said anything that I wouldn't want to say to someone. Like, I, I haven't said, like, like of course I want to say, like, I love you to everyone I know, like, before I die, right? But I've already said that. So there's nothing, like, too, like, deep down that I want to say to somebody. So I don't know. I guess nothing. Yeah. I, um, I, I can't think of anything on the top of my head. I mean, there's probably some things that I wish I'd told people, but... Right now, I can't, like, think of anything. Um, Question 34. Your house, containing everything you own, catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Honestly, I think maybe my stuffed panda (laughs) from, like, childhood. I'll take her. I think I would take my camera. Or um, if we're not talking technology-wise, I don't know really right now. But if my phone or my um, camera, I would take that because I have a lot of pictures and a lot of precious moments saved on there. So I would definitely take that if I could. Um, Question 35. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find more disturbing and why? That's really hard. Um, if anybody in my family died, like, right now, I don't know how I would live, to be honest. So, everybody in my family, like, can I just say everybody in my family? Because, like, there's not one person where I'd be like, mm, it's okay if they, like, no, I would be, like, totally destroyed. So, um, yeah, that's, everybody would be disturbing to me. Exactly. Like, it's not that one person's death is going to affect me more than the other. I love them all equally, my whole family. And so, if, like, I just, like Hannah said, I can't imagine my life without them. So, yeah, I think my whole family would also be it. And then number 36, the last one. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. I don't know how to answer this question um, without it being, like, too personal. 
<laughs> do you have anything or should we just end it right now honestly like i don't have anything that i would like particularly want to share like so i guess we'll just end it and say that like we mutually always share with each other like how we're feeling so i think that's okay um but anyways, thanks for hearing us answer 36 questions to fall in love. Maybe one of you guys fell in love with us. Probably not. <laughs> We're so weird. Um, and yeah, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias and support us if you love us. <laughs> not if you love us, if you enjoy our content. Yes, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all the things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time.